Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Sat Eniangi, what a few days. I, me, Alex McCarthy's Wrestling Daily, have given you. You're the camera guy, right? You, you were behind the lens. I was letting you be a part of the media day at Wembley. But you're not going to be behind the lens tonight. You're not just going to be some voyeur, some perv taking photos. No, you're going to be asking questions, brother, because we have got the inspiration after the show tonight. Brother, brother, you're making the debut. Hey, Mac. Guys, dreams do come true. This man's putting me on. He's Brett the Hemant Hart. I am Owen Hart. This is WrestleMania 10 for me. My moment to break out. So I, I can't wait for this. And by the way, don't expect me to be the same Saturday from this show. I'm going to take a page from my brother's book. I'm going to be professional. But yeah, thank you so much, brother. I, I just so jacked. Me and Angelina so jacked. Me and Jolie. Sat the diplomat. <laughs> It's coming tonight. So what we're going to do, guys, you can give us your ultra chats tonight and we will pose your questions to the inspiration after the show. Also, tonight I'm going to give you a little insert about what Alistair Black had to say about his final WWE plans. And we now know what Bray Wyatt's first plans are coming out of WWE. All will be revealed now on Wrestling Daily. How are you doing, everybody? Alex McCarthy's Wrestling Daily right here. It's the Tuesday slot, which means it is myself, the man, the, the titular man, I guess we'll call it, and Sa'in Yangi. How are you, brother? Man, I'm good. Mama Nyangi's baby boy. Shout out to my mom, my brother Max, and my sister Grace, and my niece Aaliyah. Mwah, love you. And also to my other half as well. I love her too. I'm not going to say your name because she don't deserve it right now. I'm kidding. Uh, Sa'i, E Nyangi, E stands for the epitome of professionalism. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to finish the right laughing. So, yeah, Sa'i <laughs> Nyangi, get us to 15K subscribers, ladies and gentlemen, because you know what happens. They've been fearing us. They've been avoiding us. They've been ducking us. We need to get WrestleTalk to face us in Quizlemania War Games. Only you guys can do it. Guess 15K subscribers. I think we're like, what, 12,700 or something like that. Mm, I, I, nearly, I don't know. Nearly, nearly 12, eight. Nearly 12, yeah. eight, I think. So, guys, we're getting closer. We're a movement. You're part of the movement. Come on, push us closer to the promised land. And so we can succeed. Uh, now, Indeed. Mr. Titular Man, 
What's causing all this? I know it's you causing this news. What's good? What's causing the news? We will get into the news uh, very shortly, just to let you guys know what the deal is tonight. Remember, wrestletalk.com forward slash wrestling daily. Give us your ultra chats, and we will ask your questions to the inspiration. Make sure you get it answered. We were hoping to have them on the show live tonight, but a little bit of a timing issue. Literally, we're going to have them straight after this. So we were tempted to push back, but there was just a lot of moving parts. So they said next time, Impact are going to hook us up. We're going to do something live. So that's exciting. Some of the talent they've got there. Uh, Can't wait to give you some more live guests. But what we're going to do, similar to what me and SB3 did last week with that extra content, Sat and I are going to do the interview after this show and you will get it on the Wrestling Daily YouTube channel. The inspiration will be here in the coming days. I believe the interview will be up tomorrow because we're going to get it all sorted tonight. But while you're here as well, thumbs up, subscribe, help the good brothers grow at the daily. And let's get into some news. Uh, Sat, we talked about this briefly yesterday when I spoke to Malachi Black. At the end of his WWE tenure, we saw that he would come out and attack Big E. Now, I, for one, was very excited. Loved Alistair Black. Loved Big E. Win-win. I want to see these two guys go at it. Clash of styles. All that good stuff. And then what happened? Alistair Black got released. But uh, as Malachi said to me yesterday, you know. He was actually meant to face him at SummerSlam. That was going to be the plan, a good two-month build. Uh, Big E did not know these plans. So the reason I bring you this news today is because I spoke to both men in the past, like, five days. Uh, Mm. On Saturday, I spoke to Big E, and he said he did not know. He only heard that Alistair Black was going to attack him, like, moments before he went out for the match. So he had no idea of where the plans were heading. Alistair Black knew a bit more than Big E. He knew that they were going to be taking it to SummerSlam. Also, he was told. Nothing's ever definite in the world of WWE. Um, And that was the story. Now, you will remember, once Alistair Black is released, Big E was doing nothing between um, where they were at that point, which I believe was coming off the heels of the IC title run with Apollo Crews, uh, and then until Money in the Bank. Big E was kind of just wallowing, and that's because he was meant to be facing Alistair Black. Uh, Say, isn't it? It's still crazy now, right? You know, Alistair Black at the point was cast away as budget cuts. That was still the, you know, I know that's the sweeping rationale, but he's doing pretty damn good in AEW now. It's still hard to fathom how WWE thought we can afford to let this go, guy. And what a singles program that could have been with Big E. You know what? I think the singles program would have been great. It's just that I would have been worried about who had to take the L in in their feud because Malachi Black, um, Alistair Black at the time, just come back, you know, after building him up with promos. You want him to get the first win. So it would have been like a one and done situation because as we end up seeing Biggie won Money in the Bank, would Alistair Black been in Money in the Bank? Would he have cost what would have because like you say it was a good two months before it would have got there yeah. so it's kind of like I, for me I presume, yeah. I presume they would have took each other into the match i presume i don't know yeah so that i think yeah so for me the other thing i would have been worried about because you don't want you know how fans we are very delicate nowadays about our favorites losing or appearing weak because wwe have no follow-up we have that much uh we don't have that much faith in them to actually 
elevate new talents and take them to the next level. Uh, we give I give Damien Priest as an example. I'm still shocked that he's been booked strong. I feel like he's been booked strong by accident. It's not even by design. It's just they stumble <laughs> onto something. They stumble onto doing something better with him each week. We're going to make you have great matches each week. We're going to tweak your character a little bit to make you much more interesting, give you an edge. With Malachi, um, with Alistair Black, uh, a few of the bigger would have been great. Would have elevated both guys. But someone like Alistair Black, you would have wanted him to get the definitive W in the feud, even though it's it's Biggie. We don't want Biggie to lose. So for me, I would have been conflicted from my point of view. I'm just mm. saying from my point of view, I would have been conflicted. Yeah. You, you know, that's the thing as well. Like, because I feel like in a feud, if done right, then both men can win. Um, you know, I, I guess good examples of that down the years. Either, speaking of which, Malachi Black, we were talking about it yesterday. Him and Buddy Matthews, he was saying, you know, I think. I think we'll be like connected forever. He was like, I don't know if I'd bring him into the House of Black as as partners, but maybe we're better rivals, whatever. But because of those three matches they had on Raw, right? Mm. He thinks that their careers will always have a certain synergy. And he goes, it's as simple as this. They had a bang. We know they had bangers, right? The first one's a banger. They come back through the curtain. Paul Heyman said, well, the, the numbers are really good for your match. So let's run it back next week. And Alistair was like, Okay, but that, I mean, what I took was interesting out of that is that they watch the numbers that like meticulously, right? That they're like, oh, you know, geez, look at the, look at how we're doing here. The next week they do a banger again, and this time it's Vincent Mann who's there, and he says, "Hey, that was really, really good. Do you reckon we could get one more out of this?" Um, but you might remember Alistair Black won all of them, right? Yeah. Buddy Matthews, Buddy Matthews gets no dubs. But no. everyone appreciated how great the matches were. That I do feel like it did good stuff for both men on that occasion. So I don't doubt that Big E and Alistair Black could have raised with each other. Um, but again, you, you, there's a lot of assumptions to make. You bring, you, you know what, you bring good points. It's true. Because at the end of the day, traditionally, uh, Alistair Black would have been a heel. Traditionally, you want the baby face to overcome the heel. That's like me crying, oh, yeah. I don't want Austin to be Undertaker in his feud. I want Undertaker to match him or whatever. So you're right. At the end of the day, it, it, he would have, if he had looked good in defeat, I mean, he would have, you know, looked better on the other side. I mean, Seth Rollins lost his feud to Edge, but you wouldn't even know it. Uh, Cesaro beat him, uh, uh, Seth Rollins at WrestleMania, but you would even know it, by the way. Seth mm. Rollins being pushed and Cesaro's cast away in a tag team with Mansoor, who should have still well, been a tag I mean, team with uh, Ali. It, yeah. Oh, he absolutely should be. Uh, they literally just blew that off for Saudi Arabia. But, you know, it, what's interesting about like what you say there, WWE has a very, and I'd hate to say it again, in the words of CM Punk, they have a very specific formula. And when people were feuding with, um, you know, with top names like Edge that we've just seen and John Cena in years by, new stars would get one win, but they would lose the war, right? They would lose the other two. So best of three, they might get the first win, they don't win all three. That happened with Cena for Rusev, um, for Kevin Owens, like Wyatt. Wyatt had that with Brian Danielson as well. Daniel Bryan, like they WWE love to do that. Like, oh, you know, you're rubbing up against the big star here, and you're gonna get, you know, you're gonna get one win to show you're at the dance, but you're not gonna take the whole party because you have to, you know, it, mm, these guys have to stay over, brother. It's it's a difficult thing that that WWE do. I think with characters sometimes. Um, and yeah, I mean, Annika Wilson makes a good point here. AJ Styles won his feud with Cena. I mean, it, Hollywood beckoned. Yeah, I was about to say, um, it's slightly different because Cena, I guess, was preparing to depart. 
Uh, and also, like, I guess the way they did that, didn't Styles win like the first three? I want to say, like, the whole narrative was that Cena couldn't beat Styles, right? And then he did beat him at the Rumble. Is it the Rumble? Yeah, he beat him? it was. Right? It was the Rumble. He won the title back. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think that you could say Cena had the last laugh in a way, but still, Styles was built amazingly from that feud. So yes, good example of how that can work. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Moving forward, away from Malachi Black News, because we don't have that much time tonight, because we have to get to the interview, brother, brother. Bray Wyatt, my good friend Alison McGeorge at the Metro. He's been on this show before as a guest co-host on a Friday. Go back and seek that out if you haven't. Uh, he did an interview with Jason Baker, who is a close friend and collaborator with Bray Wyatt. Uh, and he said that his first move out of WWE is into Hollywood. He was quoted as saying, um, two weeks ago, we were filming in Tennessee. It's a feature film. And it's something really new and different. I'd probably, I'd say probably the best way to describe it is Ichi the Killer meets Xanadu. Um, you know, Bray did post, sorry, Jason actually posted a picture with Bray uh, back on October 28th of them two on a uh, film set. And yeah, he said, we've had some meetings out there. Things happen and things got moving forward. And now we're going and shooting this feature film with him at the end of the month very interesting bray a lot of people said this right like bray is the kind of guy who could do things in hollywood that might suit him but here he is man he's gone out and he's doing it it's you know it, the non-compete doesn't matter because it's not wrestling mm. field 
He's mm. off, man, doing his thing. Uh, I'm happy for the guy. Good for him, I say, sir. Yeah, I, f- I feel like it would be a good break. And also it would add to the anticipation of what's going to do next. Because obviously he's going to come back to wrestling at some point. He's probably holding up for the best offer. And also mm-hmm. something that comes with creative freedom as well. Because I think that's the most important thing for him is having the creative freedom as an artist to paint his canvas. Because in WWE, they told him only paint black. Don't add any additional colors. Maybe a little splodge mm. of red, but maybe he wants to paint a rainbow. Maybe he wants to add a little white. Maybe he just wants to, you know, make go a little crazy. Crazy. So interesting because a lot of uh, ex WWE superstars have gone onto Hollywood. They've mostly been like action movie stars, and Batista dabbled in doing dramatic roles, but not yeah. a lot. Only Kane you can think of, and Hornswoggle <laughs> have done a hor- horror film. You know. Don't forget. He was a leprechaun, guys. Uh, but but uh, Wyndham Rotunda, he's got the connections in Hollywood in, in terms of the horror side. I'll be excited to see what he does. Hopefully, it won't be long, rambling monologues. Hopefully, it'll be something enticing like The Fiend and, and other stuff. But yeah, good for him for carving out a niche for himself. Yeah, man. Like, I mean, he's got the aesthetics down. We know this, like, in terms of the presentation. He's an incredible wordsmith, in my opinion. So I feel like um, it's the perfect thing for him. But I, you know, I don't want to see the back of him in wrestling. I, I was a big Bray guy. Um, you know, I obviously the way the Fiend climaxed was, but um, I, I think the original aura of the character and and those first few months was some of the most you know that was the most i've been compelled to a character in a long time then goldberg happened i need to see oh yeah goldberg happened but i need to i need to i need to see him in a non-wwe ring because is my my i don't know because was it he was so in character that he was rubbish in the ring or did he just ah you see him wrestle as Bray Wyatt? It's different to the fiend, right? Like Bray against Daniel Bryan at Laurel Rumble was legendary. Uh, Daniel Bryan can get a great match out of me and you. Too, let's be honest. I'm just saying. That... Oh, I hate it when people say that. I hate it. Like it, <laughs> it, like it, it counts. But Jesus Christ, don't don't belittle someone so bad. Like it, it, it does take two to tango. Come on now. It does. Okay, it's true. You know what? For years, we, we denounced Cena. Then we thought Cena was awesome towards the end. Uh, Bray Wyatt can work to a degree. I just don't know. His matches with The Miz was, you know, a little to be desired. His match with Braun Strowman was a little to be desired. It's just that he's had more duds than great matches. Let's be honest, Amac. They were, Character... both, they were both as The Fiend. They were both as The Fiend. Bray Wyatt had loads of good matches. Lots. Uh, Bray Wyatt and his sunny jumper against Miz was not nice at all. It was too much laughter and, and character that's work. Still, that's what I'm saying. It's quite hard. Yeah, it's quite hard. It's quite hard. I know. It's the Fiend. You're still making the same point. Oh, I'm not. I'm not. You know what? Yeah. I'm, his match with Undertaker wasn't that great at WrestleMania. Let's not lie to ourselves. It's just because Undertaker had a, a match against Brock Lesnar, so he had a passable match with Bray Wyatt. So we clapped. We get. We both clapped it. Oh, at least he didn't get concussed no. in this match. At least he no. won this match. Me and you are on different pages here. I thought. Yes, we that. are. Yes. <laughs> People say they've been waiting for this moment. Me and you go one on one, and I tell you my opinion, and I'm like, yes. I'm standing up for myself. Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Everyone's got different tastes. Everyone's got different tastes. No, no. I Uh, like the character, but his matches, I don't know. It's very Papa Shango-esque. You just can't translate that into a match. Oh, Max Nyangi. Who's that? Who's that guy? Little brother. (laughs) I mean, look, even, even, you know, White Family versus Shield, 
right? You know, like Wyndham versus different members of the Shield in solos. He had a great stretch with Ambrose at one point that went over the New Year period, I seem to recall. Mate, I, I, I think you're selling him very short over the course of his WWE career. I'm agreeing with you. Like, the Fiend run maybe worked for me, but I think to just say that he, he's not a good worker is extremely strong. Oh, I don't say he's not good. I'm saying... Yeah, I just... That was quoting you. He's, he can work he's possible. He's possible. Oh, he can work more than a bit. That's ridiculous. You can't it's just say possible. You know right. what? Yeah, no, we we are we are diplomatic. We are diplomatic guys. I'll tell you this. Everyone's watching me. If he in the next company is in and he has a great match, I'll come on here and wrestling daily with you, and I'll openly apologize for my takes, and I'll, I'll take it yeah, back. Yeah. Hey, yeah. hey, everyone's allowed an opinion. You ain't got to apologize for nothing. I'm just oh, saying. I, I, yeah. Uh, even even has been said in the chat, like a lot of people were saying here, right? Finn Balor as well, and the Fiend. That was really good stuff, and obviously what that led to for uh, you know the Fiend's creation and whatnot. Um, there, there's a lot of. I, I feel like he's had. I could name. Well, I have done already. Like five or six people, he had a string of good to great matches with. So I, I don't know, man. It's. You might be right. It may be selective memory. Maybe I'm thinking too many maggots. Even, even Cena. That little Cena. quiet boy. He's got the whole world. I don't know. I just remember. Cena, I'm... Jericho. Like, these guys had good matches. Anyway, it's 20 past. We've got a bolt because we have to meet the inspiration. So I want to say thank you to all of you that tuned in tonight. Remember, in the coming hours slash tomorrow, we are going to drop the inspiration interview. Cannot wait, guys. Uh, thank you so much for joining us here on Wrestling Day. I'll be back tomorrow with SP3. Everybody, take care. Sorry for the abrupt ending, but we got to go. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.